Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel. I am from the Art of Decluttering. In fact, I own the Art of Decluttering and this is our podcast. You get me in your ears at the moment every couple of days. I've been doing a couple of segments on ABC Radio with Lisa Leung um, the last couple of Sundays. And one of the things we really identified is how much you guys are DIYers in January when it comes to decluttering and organising. The Facebook community is absolutely going nuts. The podcast has so many listens that it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, we made it into the um, Apple podcast charts, I think they're called. We've got more listens in three weeks. Um, our provider, my provider of the podcast host contacted me and was like, oh my gosh, Amy, I don't think you realize how many people are listening to your show. And so I wanted to say thank you because, as I will always say, a podcast without listeners is a crazy lady talking into a microphone. So it's really nice to know that there are some ears listening. I kind of picture you guys when I'm talking. I don't feel like I talk to myself. I feel like I talk to friends. And I picture some of you driving. Some of you are going for walks. I think some of you, I picture some of you with like big, chunky headphones on doing the housework. I think Jess Gim, who is a longtime listener, come podcast interviewee, come professional organiser, I think she wears big, chunky headphones. That's why I always think of people wearing those. I picture some of you just lying in bed at night and listening and thinking, oh, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Some of you do the decluttering while you're listening. And so I just feel like I'm part of a community, that it's me getting to chat to you and inspire you. Like, And, and what I want to do is try and bring you the content at the time that you need it. So at the moment, it's DIY time. You guys are all motivated. You're ready to go. My phone's ringing hot for people that are going, actually, I just need a little bit of extra help in January, February. And so DIY January is why we're doing just so many episodes every, every two days. Now, I'm not going to do podcast episodes every two days. We'll go back to normal scheduling once January is over. But I do hope that this has been helpful. I want to talk to you today around jars and containers. This is something that I don't have a lot of personal experience with in my own home, but almost every home that I go into has one kind of offending category. 
And it really depends on your demographic, on how you cook, what you purchase from the shops, how you purchase your ingredients, as to how many jars, containers, bottles that you do really need to keep. Now, what I'm talking about is the ones that are kind of the reusables. So you may have a jam jar or you may have a Posada jar, so that taller jar. You may have a Milo tin. You may have, I've seen people who've collected coffee, like the glass coffee jars. Um, It might be the takeaway containers that you get your Uber Eats delivered in. But it's a container that you've kind of kept because of its usefulness Often what I find is it's not so much the container, the jar, the bottle that's the issue. It's knowing when to stop. (laughs) Because what you do is you kind of get into this habit of collecting with good intention. So often it is, I was going to make my own jam. I think that's the one I hear the most. The second highest one I hear is I'm going to make my own muesli. And the third highest one I hear is I'm going to make lunch in a jar. And so there's, you know, really good, healthy, um, environmentally sustainable motives behind keeping these jars and bottles and containers. And so what I'm not saying is like, get rid of them all. It's all taking up too much space. But what I do want to encourage you on is have you ever made jam? Yeah. Have you ever made jam? Have you ever made passata? Have you ever done lunch in a jar? Have you ever done 10 lunches in a jar at once? How many times have you cooked so much soup and bolognese that you absolutely filled your freezer with takeaway containers with refreezable dinners? And so it's not that you need to stop keeping them. It's that there needs to be some clear boundaries, guidelines, reasons, intentions, So we're going to talk about that in a minute. I want to help you identify where these may be hiding in your house. I often find them in the corner cupboard. So you know the corner cupboard that's really hard to get to. It's kind of like the lost zone of every kitchen around the world. If you've got a corner cupboard, there may be some jars and bottles back there. I once worked with a client who had been collecting Makona jars for about 25 years um, because she'd started collecting them because she thought she would use them and then got in the habit of collecting them. And then the collection got so substantial she wanted to, like, you know how sometimes when you've got a collection you feel, it's kind of like you feel drawn to just keep collecting and you feel like you're betraying the collection to let go. So that's what she felt. Um, I worked with a lovely client just the other day who had so many takeaway containers. So it is really helpful to think about where they might be because you may think, oh, well, they're not in my plastics drawer and so they're not taking up space. So that corner cupboard above the fridge in that really hard to reach cupboard above the fridge that if you're um, height challenged, you may need to use a stool to get to. Above the fridge is where we keep our takeaway containers that we've washed and kept and we use for um, food. Really gifting, not really so much freezing. We've got other containers for that. But if I'm making truffles and I want to give some to somebody, they go in one of those containers. Another spot that I find these lurking is under the laundry sink. And that's often where the jars are kept because you've kept so many that they've expanded to the point where the kitchen no longer holds them. But You don't really want to get rid of them and you don't really use under the sink very well in the laundry and so they go in there. And the other option is they go on the shelves in the garage. 
there for the particularly organised of you who then put them either in containers or just line them up on the shelves and you, you kind of feel like, well, they're out of sight, out of mind, they're not doing anyone any harm and so they just get to live in there and get dusty. They don't tend to get used but you're keeping them in there. Let's take a super quick break and I want to come back and talk to you about how you go through each of these categories and decide what and how you're going to keep them. Um, I'll be back before you know it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So let's talk first about empty jars, so jam jars, uh, the ones that I'm thinking of straight up, and it's usually the glass ones. Sometimes people have the jars that actually do have the lids that are good for storing and preserving. They can be harder to get rid of, but they're great to go to an op shop if you've got those and you're not using them. A lot of people bought them during lockdown. (laughs) with all good intentions, as I keep saying, all good intentions, but just didn't use them. So you can donate those to an op shop. One of the things I would say with empty jars is you just want to kind of pick a limit. How many empty jars do you need in the house? Pick a number and just go with that. Now, if you're someone who does like the lunch in a jar, so you put your celery in, you might put some noodles in and some flavoring, all you have to do is add hot water and you've got your lunch. How many of those are you going to prepare at once? Do you maybe just need five jars on rotation? And then I want to challenge you with this question. If you desperately needed a jar and you didn't have one available, do you have another option? Do you have some Tupperware? Do you have a drink bottle? Do you have like a thermos that you could use? Could you knock on the neighbor's door? Could you go to the op shop and pick some up? Could you just wait till next week when you've got another empty jar from something else you've cooked? You've had a chicken tonight sauce and you're going to keep that jar. So what options are there if you do run out of the empty jars that you've so desperately kept onto? 
The next category is the takeaway containers. They're the plastic ones where the lid goes on, they're see-through, they're stackable. They tend to be, for us at least, what we get Thai food in. Um, That's what they come in. I was working with a client the other day who uses them for dog food, so pre-portioned the animal's food at the start of the week, which I think is a brilliant idea. And so they just needed to have enough so that they could portion out each animal for seven days. As I said, we use them when we're gifting food. I think I would estimate that I keep maybe six on hand at all times and they're not a returnable thing for us. I think some people probably do return them. But when food or gifts or something gets given to someone in one of the takeaway containers, I expect that will not come back. And so just next time we have Thai, I just restock it. So I don't try and keep so many. I just keep a few, use what I have, and then just wait until the next lot comes. The next one is the bottles. So I would call these your Passata bottles. Back when I was growing up, there were the 750 ml VB bottles. I have really clear memories in the 80s of being in an immigrant family and lots of our family friends were immigrants from Italy or Greece or Cyprus. And there was a lot of nonnas making Passata. And so our family kept all of our 750ml VB bottles and our Passata bottles. But unless you're Zia or your Nonna, it does make Passata every year. You probably don't need a laundry full of bottles. You're probably not going to use so, so, so many that you need a shelf in the garage for them. Or if you do have a family that makes their own Passatas or crushes their own tomatoes, maybe you do have a shelf but it is just that shelf. And so when you finish that year's Posada or you finish a bottle, you wash it, you boil it, you do whatever you need to do, and then it goes back into the storage area. And then when you go to the family making the Posada day, you actually just take the bottles back with you. My sister has a really good use for the Posada jars. She uses them for grains. So she puts cereals in there, rices in there, lentils in, um, and it's, they actually look really pretty. So they've just got the Posada lid that's of colour, but the rest is just a clear glass container um, and they do look really lovely in her pantry. And my dad uses them for lemon cordial. So he will make cordial, he will make uh, fruit juices, and he uses the Posada bottles for those and he delivers them to his daughters because he's the best. And so we get, you know... Uh, orange and blood orange and watermelon juices delivered sometimes and they always come in a Posada jar. So that is a really nice way if you're going to gift a drink that you're making. Um, You could fill it with lollies. You could even put soup in there and gift it to people. So I'm not saying don't reuse them. I love the idea of reusing them. What I want to encourage you not to do is keep more than you need and so it's taking up precious real estate in your home. The next and final category is ice cream tubs. Now, we are not an ice cream family, but I have been to families who have ice cream tubs that would number 40 or 50. Now, unless you're planning on having the whole of the grade six class over and giving them all food poisoning, you probably don't need that many ice cream buckets. Because when I was growing up, that's all the ice cream buckets were used for. The ice cream tubs were there because they were just a good receptacle and they really only got used if someone had food poisoning or gastro. 
So you might want to keep a couple for that. You may want to keep one in the car so if people get wet socks or something happens when you're out and about, you can put dirty or wet things in there. You may find them useful in the garden. You may find them useful for recycling or you may use them as drawer dividers. So you have like your socks in one container and your stockings in one and your sports bras in one. You might find them useful for that. But I would question whether or not an ice cream tub, which is I can't think of any exception to they're never see-through. And so it's very hard to store things in containers that aren't see-through. Whereas with the empty jars, the empty bottles and the takeaway containers, they do have the added bonus of see-throughness. But ice cream tubs, get rid of them. They're probably piling up and taking up space. They may be in your laundry. You may have some rags in them or think that you will use them. But I'm questioning whether you actually need them. And the final tip I have for you is what do you do with them? So how do you keep a limit on those containers, the takeaway containers, for example? What I would say is get a receptacle. So get some kind of container. I know it's a bit meta that I'm telling you to get a container to put the containers in. But once you've got a limit, that's really where you're going to have the success because you have a no exception rule. If it doesn't fit in here, no exceptions, I'm not keeping it. And that's how I've really seen clients who have had just too many, just so much excess when we say, you can keep some, but what's reasonable? And then we set that boundary and we have a container in that place. It is really easy then because you look at it and think, well, I actually can't fit another jar in there. So is this one better than one that's already in there? And if it is, all right, I'll do a swapsie. And if not, you can pop it on a local buy nothing site. Some people will will actually be making jam and they could grab them. Otherwise, they can just go in your recycling bin or if they're the special ones for canning and preserving, you can um, take them to an op shop because they will be loved by everyone there. I hope that's helpful. I hope it's helpful this time of year when you're kind of looking around and you want, like, I need a 15-minute declutter job. Well, actually going through your jars and bottles and containers could be exactly what you need for this weekend. Do that decluttering, feel a bit freer, fill your recycling bin. Um, And I'm going to be back with you again in a mere 48 hours with another episode around decluttering. We're almost going to start getting ready for school, um, but I'm excited for these few episodes. We've got to go in January. Have an amazing day. Jump over to the Facebook community. I'd love to continue to see how you're all going because it inspires me um, and I know it inspires you to see others as well. Until then, enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 